Thank you, Dr. Kathy Murray, um, for joining us today. We're here today to talk about um, education and changing some behaviours early with uh, money and money coaching. I met um, Kathy about a year ago through the Money Coaching Institute. Um, mm. She also is a certified money coach, but an educator, and she's done a doctorate in education. Um, so she has a different angle to um, myself and Lee in regards to the money coaching because we've got a financial planning background um, and that's sort of what attracted us into the money coaching field. But you have come from a different place. So I, I want to just um, have a chat with you today about what got you into uh, the money coaching and then where you're taking that with all of your experience from teaching through education or all the work you've done at university to where you're heading now. The work I'm looking at on your website is amazing. So I really want to uncover some of that as well today and just share some of the, you know, share your vision basically. So we'll just start first about your journey through this sort of the money coaching um, process first of all. Sure, Amy. Um, well, hello. Firstly, it's very nice to talk to you again and, and be in touch. Um, it has been a little while, but, um, you know, we've remained Facebook friends, which is a nice thing. <laughs> so, yeah, you've, um, you've outlined it pretty well. Um, I have been a classroom teacher for about 25 years and I mostly worked with young children in the classroom. But because I worked with young children, the parents are very involved in the classroom activities, um, you know, when the children are quite young. Um, so I got to know the families uh, really well um, and of course the children and my passion is to is to try and you know connect and strengthen the family unit so I wasn't just teaching the children from you know nine to three or whatever it was never those hours by the way for anyone who's listening I think teachers just work nine to three they don't <laughs> so I was on I was on a committee with my <laughs> boys primary school and I realized how much work they did because um, I was a treasurer of the PNC. Right. And yes. I, I, that was an eye-opener because also the, the principal's a bit like the CEO. Mm. Um, they, there's so much information, like they've got it on the finances as well as curriculum and then the management of their team, your staff, the team. And then the teachers are also kind of their own CEOs. When you break it down like that, it was quite an eye-opener for me. Yeah, and you're work. right. Mm. There is a whole lot of uh, leadership involved in being a classroom teacher and taking care of your team because often as a classroom teacher you have a team. So it is a bit like being a CEO of a company within the classroom. Um, but because I was working so much with the younger children and getting to know the families so well, um, they would often reveal to me um, different things that were happening in their, in their family, um, different uh, you know, arguments that might have happened, you know, over time or the way that their children were responding or acting acting out at home and what the reasoning might be behind that. So I've always had um, a really strong passion for finding out the reasons behind the behaviours that we all exhibit. So that's been a, a passion throughout my whole career. So I taught in the classroom uh, and, you know, closely got to know all the families and, and work with them um, sort of in school and out of school really and it, and it was almost like a, a counselling service as well as being a teacher in, in that regard. Um, and I did that for about 25 years or so working in the classroom um, and then I was invited to go and lecture at a university. Um, I, so I started to write early childhood uh, courses for the degree the, the degree program for early childhood and primary teachers and then of course I lectured in that space as well 
Well, when you're at university, one of the, one of the um, requirements is that you have to do a whole heap of research because you're, suddenly you're an academic. So not only are you writing, you're inter interacting with all of the you know, adult learners, um, I was still going into the classrooms and the schools as well and keeping my hand in that way too, but I also had to do a lot of research as part of being an academic. So I did a lot of research around young children's development, um, partly because that's what I needed to do for the courses that I was building, but also because, you know, I still had that passion about, you know, how we set up these belief systems and what happens in our early childhood years and neuroscience and brain development and, and how children, um, you know, get their own opinion of themselves, that whole, you know, self-concept, that self-worth that we all sometimes struggle with. Um, so I did re a lot of research around that. Um, I was at the university for, I don't know, maybe 10 years or so, and I decided that um, that was all great, but I wanted to make a difference in a bit more of a freelance way. So I developed my own company and became a consultant in mm -hmm. education. So I was still working with um, early childhood educators, teachers, parents, uh, not so much the children, because I felt that if I could upskill or um, instill passion or ignite, reignite passion in teachers and early childhood educators and parents in their parenting, um, that was a way to support families because I was teaching the adults and then they could instill that into their children. So that's sort of that academic and, and education sort of background and that's the journey there. But along the way, um, I became a single parent myself with four children and um, I had a good job. I've just told you about that. Mm. But, but I was struggling from week to week with the money and I was, thought I was doing a good job. I thought I knew what I was doing because, you know, I've got a brain. So, you know, how could I not have money in the bank at the end of each week and where was all the money going and what was, what was happening? Um, so I started to look at my own behaviours and, you know, because I am in education, um, when there's an issue for me, I, I turn to research or I turn to a book or I turn to more study. Um, that's the way I deal with it. Um, so that's what I did. I started reading about um, neuroscience more and the behaviours and the belief systems and the values that are instilled and realised that, you know, all of that comes from your early childhood years. I sort of knew that, but mm. it reinforced it. Then I heard about the money coaching and um, I, I felt that that, that, was the, that was the connector between it all. Mm. You know, yeah. the, a, lot of, um, a lot of families are stressed with money, you know, over, over half of our population and probably more now during this, you know, pandemic thing, probably more families now um, undergo money stress. Uh, and that's what I was suffering. I was money stress, but I was concerned too, not just about making ends meet, but the role model that I was for my children. I didn't want the children to see their mother as someone who couldn't manage money or was weak or, you know, I didn't want that. I wanted to be a strong role model, model as a mother, but also a strong role model with managing my life. And a lot of my life revolved around finances. So, yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's the whole thing, isn't it? We don't realise how much uh, money actually affects us emotionally and mentally and even physically because when we're stressed, it affects us by, you know, can show up through illness and whatnot. Um, mm. And the work that you've been doing, you know, this is your life work, it's, it's quite powerful because you're bringing, you know, 
the research and the information from a young age and helping and supporting families who are really forming uh, these a new generation of, of really far more well-rounded children. You know, mm. so it's it's incredible work that you've done so far. And what I love is this link now because I'm already I'm sold on the concept of um, money coaching. Um, and for those who are listening in for the first time and haven't heard me and Lee speak or me speak with other people, the concept of money coaching is actually to unpack stuff from your childhood, um, to see the behaviours, and we we use the archetypes and things to uh, help us recognise these behaviours, and then we want to shift that to be more empowered and confident and sort of. Uh, have more control going forward. So it is a process and it does start from our childhood, the way from through language and whatnot. So can you share with me your process on this, on how you sort of have married the link between your education and all the work that you've done to um, now in, you know, involving the money coaching process? Mm, yeah. Um, what I am inspired uh, I'm sort of, um, I guess, narrowing up parenting practices and neuroscience and money. So I, I, it's not just looking at the money beliefs, which, you know, are instilled from childhood. And, and I'm sure, um, you know, you would have said in your previous podcast, you know, about those concepts that we all hear as children that, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. And, you know, and my mother used to always say to me, you know, look after the pennies and the pounds will look after themselves, you know, from her era, sort of making sure you look after all the little money. But the message I got from that was money's really hard to get and you have to save, save, save and not spend anything because, you know, that's how you keep your money. So that's the subliminal message that I received with my little five-year-old brain and that's how I'd under I understood it. So um, so what I, I do with my process is make parents more aware of the language as you just said the language that they're using but not just that it's a it's more a holistic parenting style it's not just about you know what do you say about money do you, do you say those little little you know um, phrases that we've all heard but what do you model as well do you do, do the children see you and your partner arguing about money so they just pick up on the tension of the house and if that's the case, how can we structure that in a different way so that there's not so many arguments or how, how can we learn how to manage those arguments better? So using eye messages and, and what, are we, what are we demonstrating for our children? So I'm marrying it up with parenting practices as mm -hmm. well as building resilience and self-confidence and self-awareness with the children and the parents. So it's almost like strengthening the whole family unit. Mm. Um, I work with the parents um, to do this and teach them, uh, you know, the education side of it as well and, and the, um, the holistic view. So it's not just straight money coaching, which I have done. I've done a couple of months of that and, and this is how I've become to, you know, develop what I've got now um, because I was just coaching uh, adults in the, in the general money coaching, which is a wonderful process and perfectly good. But with my background, it was just something that I needed to do that was a little bit more. Um, and the, the clients that I was coaching, um, they had these aha moments like, oh, you know, if I, if I actually understand myself more, then I'm, in, then I'm able to communicate with my partner more and I can understand what he's on about and then we can be on the same page a little more. This particular client had adult children. Um, and the adult children were struggling with their money as well. And so now that the partners were on the same page, they were able to help their, their 
adult children a little, little more with it as well. So I saw that sort of dynamics with the, the partners, you know, the adults in the family. And then I, another, um, another client that I was um, coaching, um, she was actually in the Philippines from memory um, and she was wanting help with her child too because she realised that she had money, money problems herself. But as we started talking and she was telling me her money story and the money history and we got to know each other a little bit through the whole coaching process, she started to tell me about her child and her child was acting up and, she, you know, wouldn't go to bed and wouldn't eat and was just being really difficult to get along with. And we unpacked all of that as well. So we sort of we were able to find ways to address that challenging behaviour and link that to her parenting, which actually was all coming back to the way she was managing the money. Wow. That's incredible. Mm. So it all come like that common denominator was actually just the finances and how she yeah. was dealing with her life around that. Yeah. Um, the, the work that you um, do is incredibly powerful because it has a rippling effect that, mm. you know, can ease a very intense um, and stressful situation and actually stop it. Um, so that, that can actually fix so many things, and, you know, save marriages, um, it can stop a lot of behaviour problems. But we see as money coaches, you know, behaviour problems can be gambling or addictions and, you know, mm. shopping addictions, things like that. One mm. thing, I, while you were talking, you know, I'm listening to you say you've got these adult parents and then they, they help their adult children. Now, as an advisor, I work with a lot of pre-retirees. They're facing retirement. They have their children just finishing high school or going into uni. And the big conversation is we want to make sure the kids are okay. What you're doing is really fixing that more than the work that I do. I can go here, let's create a financial legacy and they might inherit a whole sum of money. But as you and I know, that can disappear within three years if they don't have their behaviours sorted out. They haven't got that relationship with their money and an understanding of their behaviours that has been set from childhood. So you're basically unlocking all of that early. Well, that's the plan. That's I, I want to try and um, prevent this whole intergenerational uh, approach to money. So we look very much at the, the thoughts behind um, your money and the emotions that you attach to the money because really the money is just a thing. But we attach uh, emotions to it and we get upset about money or who's given us money or they owe us money or, you know, there's often emotion attached and then that in, impacts on the type of actions that we take. Um, so if we can start to unravel all of that now as adults, as we all are, um, we can we can help um, model good behaviours, model good thoughts, good emotions and good actions for our children and, and allow our children to grow up with a, with a more positive approach to money and and the relationship with money because as I've just explained money relationship is really just it's almost like a symptom of the relationship with everybody you know with, within the family and the relationship you have with other people money mm. is just you know an aspect of it mm. so if we can help to holistically um, make those relationships more positive I, I think it helps those children then to grow up to be more positive um, rounded adults that yeah. may or may not have our issues. Hopefully they don't. That's my aim. That's what, that's what I'm working towards. And that is, um, as you said before, it's sort of been my life work. Yeah. Um, and working with children and, and making sure that children have the best possible start that they can in life. That's what I'm all about. 
Yeah, that's fantastic. Now, um, you do, I've, on your website, I noticed you do courses, you've got a lot of information, you do coaching, and consulting work, not only to educators, but to parents. So, mm. so that this, this kind of work is really going out to, to everybody that needs it. Um, so people can find you on uh, futurestrongeducation.com. Mm -hmm. um, and is there other, way, other avenues that they can follow you? Are you on social media or other places? Yeah, um, Amy, I'm just about the website. Um, if people go to the website, I'd, I'd encourage you to go, come back again next week because we've, I've just been in the process of refining a money quiz and it's a money beliefs quiz that people can take for free on the website but we're just having the final tweaks made for that mm -hmm. uh, and there's going to be a course coming soon as well that's to be released very soon as well and as I said you know I've been working on on this for quite some time and now it's all sort of come together um, I'd also love anyone to um, find me on Facebook, Future Strong Education on Facebook, and just send me a private message and, and you know, tell me what you thought about the, the message that I've given today in the podcast and the conversation. If you've got any comments or any questions, please free, feel free to reach out and hit me up with some, some questions and I'll try and help you the most I, I can. Um, Absolutely. So yeah, so there's that way. So, yeah, well, there's the courses and there's one-on-one -on -one coaching if you're interested in that as well. So. But in, in the first instance, just reach out, even just to say hi or just, you know, tell me your thoughts about yeah. what we've talked about. Great. I, I would like to get you on, on this again um, because I think there's just so much to the work that you do. Um, I'm getting Lee back on, there, on the podcast as well. We're going to do some sort of introduction to um, some of the process of the money coaching and, and, you know, introduce the concept of, say, you know, talk about what the innocent... Uh, archetypes are and mm. break it down so people really start to understand um, or get get an idea a glimpse into the kind of work that we do as coaches mm. but because the work you do I, I feel is just um, it's it's quite more well it just offers another another uh, it, you know it's just another layer, it. another, another, yeah. yeah it's another dimension I guess to to the great work that you already do so it's just yeah. looking looking at it from a different slant. And as a parent, and I relate to you exactly what you said, being a single parent and then all of a sudden going, and this is a root shock for me as a financial advisor. When you're on a single income and you've got, I have three boys um, and I just started my business. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay. everything at once. I don't, I don't have the regular income from when I was working in a bank or financial, I was also in a financial planning firm and now I'm out on my own. Um, I was sort of getting income in from having to work in a restaurant and a cafe just, just to bring in extra stuff. But um, even so, I had to really hone in and be really disciplined and think about my finances more than I've ever in my life, even though I do this for a living. Mm. Um, so I know that there are a lot of families, and this is something I uh, talk to my clients. I've got, I deal with a lot of mums and dads, the accumulated space as well, so they're um, you know, they've got their mortgage, they've got their kids in school or in childcare, which is even more expensive in school. Yeah. And they're earning good money, but they're going, I have nothing to show for it. And, you know, often it's not about the financial planner. Sometimes there's some information there that I can give, you know, there's some tools I can show, but I can see that there's a lot more work that can be done, which is why I love the money coaching process. Mm. Because of this, I think, with what you're doing, the powerful work that you're doing is you're actually 
um, you know, unlocking stuff that uh, we as parents don't know how to do for our kids, even for ourselves. So um, I'm really excited to understand more about what you're doing and I would love to get you back and um, go through maybe more of the process and we can break down some of the stuff that you're doing with your clients and maybe some exercises you could share or if you have anything you wanted to share today just a simple little exercise a parent like me because I've got teenage boys that just have a fit thing of expect stuff uh, that money is growing on trees and they're of a generation where and my daughter's generation is going to be exactly the same I suspect is that there's instant gratification everywhere you absolutely think it's here on the phone straight away mm -hmm. you know um, have you got any, any uh, tips or um, exercises you could share about that or, or potentially come back in the future with about that kind of thing? I'd love to join you again to start with. That's the first point. <laughs> right. um, I, I think um, with young children, um, it's important to actually give them some cash, give them some money to hold in their hand because children, young children, often don't see that. They don't see the relevance between the actual cash, the, the working and the cash. They see it, they see money coming out of an ATM or they see us using some type of card and voila, next thing we've got these products. But there's no real exchange of money. So there's no value of money. And the other thing is to just... Uh, identify with the children, your teenage teenage children as well as you know primary age as well as the young ones. What's a need and what's a want? Because they're different. You don't actually need everything. So we've got this amount of money. What do we need and what do we want? So you know differentiating that as well. And I guess the third point, um, just uh, quickly to tell you as a bit of a takeaway, I suppose, is just be mindful of the language that you use. You know, think about what you say when you're talking about money and like, oh, I can't afford that. Rather than say that, say, oh, that's not a priority at the moment. Mm. So, you know, it's just that change of language. So it's not there's scarcity, there's lack. Oh, no, I haven't got enough money, you know. I'm guilty have... of that. I have oh, me too. Today. I've, done, I've yeah. done it. I've done the same thing with, with my children and I've said to them too, money doesn't grow on trees. And what, what do you think, I'm made of money? You know, I've said, I've said, am all I that. your ATM? That's exactly it. We've all done it. And that's, yeah. that's the other part of this coaching. It's not about beating yourself up or it's not about saying what a bad parent you are. It's about now thinking, okay, where did that come from for me as an adult? Where did that come from? Okay. So now that we've unpacked that, let's change it now for our own children so we can break that intergenerational flow with this yeah. whole money, with the money stress. That we all seem to suffer yeah i mean and the money stress we all seem to suffer that's a very powerful sentence because when you consider and this is why i'm loving what you're doing um if we can actually fix this early mm. nip it in the bud you can it will stop um all sorts of you know stressful sometimes horrible sometimes abusive yes. um, outcomes that can be caused because of financial stress yes and we're in Right now, I, I'm calling it, yes, we're in health pandemic, but it's actually a financial pandemic, um, more so because we're in lockdown, you know, isolation, some countries completely locked down. That's affected our economies. It's affected jobs. It's affected, um, you know, financial markets. It's affected people's savings, you know, mm. their investments, their property values. It just, the, 
this goes on. So this kind of work that you're doing is, you know, is going to be incredibly powerful. And I, you know, I feel like as I think I said in the, the email, a bit like a born again Christian or someone yeah, evangelist of some sort. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm just, I just want this this you know message to go to everybody as quickly as possible. Mm, mm. I'm with you. I'm right there with you because I I, th I think so too. I think this financial issue that we have now with this whole pandemic and even just normal financial stress impacts children and families so much and I'm all about you know strengthening families yeah. so so that's uh you know that's my passion and to give children the very best start in life that they can so with and to do that we work with the adults fantastic well I'm really looking forward to seeing more of this I'm just going to reconfirm just share where people can can uh, touch base with you and I did see on the website yesterday that there was a come, money, coming soon money quiz yeah yeah so that's a beliefs money quiz um, so we unpack or well, you when you take the quiz un unpack um, your beliefs around money uh, and then we do a follow-up with you to sort of expand on it a little bit more so you have greater understanding and then you know you can continue on um, with a, a course that's that's uh, soon to be released on the website or we can do some one-on-one -on -one coaching whatever whatever is going to work for you and the other way is uh, to contact me through Facebook so future strong education on Facebook and just send me a message or you know whatever you however you want to contact me that's all good there is a contact page on the website too if you just want to send me a, a line through there um, yeah so futurestrongeducation.com so that's Excellent. me and I'll be putting on a link to your website through mine, through Sensibility, and also there'll be a link. When we put this out, um, you'll, people will be able to uh, touch base through that way as well. Thank right. you so much for joining us. I really appreciate this, and I can't wait to see and speak to you um, more about this fantastic work that you're doing. Thanks, Amy, and it's my absolute pleasure to chat with you this morning. Thanks. You're absolutely welcome.